0: So, thanks, Casey. Is that right? Thanks for helping me set up today. She just got right to work. I appreciate it. She did all that over there. So, thank you guys and uh, welcome for the first time. Um, Even if you guys had been here like on Friday for the, the first one, there's a little bit of a feeling of like catching up. Like it's like a moving stream that you kind of jump into. There's a lot of context here and stuff. I wouldn't sell individual days if I didn't think they they stand alone. But um, I think you'll pick up the context of things as we go on. But just try to, like at first it might be a little monkey see, monkey do kind of thing. But none of the stuff that we're doing today um, will really be building off of the last two days. So uh, you won't be lost as far as that goes. Um, This is the uh, meditative Woo-woo day. (laughs) Um, We're going to be working on techniques uh, that um, I consider to be meditative and techniques that I consider to um, be just ways of of heightening our bodies. Um, The reason that I got, well, it's not the reason I got into hooping, but um, hooping has always been a part of my physical fitness. Um, I made it my only physical fitness for like the first nine years or so, um, or ten years. That I did it. And, uh, and it has been um, the best thing I ever did. And it has changed how I even conceived of fitness. Um, because I had really thought of fitness mostly just as a physical fitness. Um, but the, the, and that's certainly true, but the, the other parts of me have been enriched and made fit. Um, if for no other reason than just being by myself for two hours. Um, you know, I hoop two hours a day because I'm a professional. <laughs> I feel like you guys pay me to do that. Not everybody has to do that, but in the process of doing that and having that space and not having Facebook open and not being connected to the rest of the world, I get a chance to kind of recenter. I think that uh, the way things are going right now, it's, it's like uh, we're not necessarily in the same generation, but our sort of people 20 to, or maybe younger, 20 to 60 right now, are trying to figure out how to not become narcissist and enjoy social media at the same time. And uh, it's tough. You know, like uh, we use, well for me, I use Facebook so much and uh, it's weird when you share something that's big and gets no likes. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And you're like, did you read that? Did you see that? (laughs) That was big, that was what you're supposed to like, not the picture of the, you know, cat falling in the bag. (laughs) And it's it's a tricky world right now, you know, and uh, if you believe in like, uh, I don't know, holding people in light or prayer or anything like that, then pray or hold in light for this young generation. Like they, they just, I mean, is it not crazy all the stuff that they're exposed to already? Do you know what I mean? Like it's, like I feel like I'm exposed to too much almost online. You know, and, um, and more power to you my friend as you make your way through this whatever even if you don't participate in social media the, the world just distracts you from yourself you know and lots of parents in the circle right now and being a parent man that pulls you away from sometimes who you are because you don't get to do as many activities centered on you as you used to and it's good to have a space where you can kind of touch and, and feel yourself. And one of the things that I like to do is to hear my movement voice speak, and this is why I recommend hooping like you journal, like don't wait for a good mood to do it, just do it. And, you know, we used to talk about it, dropping the needle on the record, you know, just like the hoop is, is the needle and you're the record and just just drop it and see what happens. And uh, what's interesting is, like, um, like let's say I gave each of you three props. I gave you a staff, a contact ball, and a hoop. And I gave you some time to work on all of them. And then you came and you did a little ditty for us. You did the staff and then the ball and the hoop or whatever. I hope this will make sense. We would see a similarity in every one of your props. Right, like they, We would see Colleen be Colleen in her prop, but they're totally different and the movements are different. So then you'd be like, well, what, what's, what's the key there? What's the, or what's the consistency? Well, it's you. And it'd be just like if I asked you to sing three songs from three different genres, it would still sound like Becca singing the song. Right? It's like, I don't know if you... You might not be tight with people, but, you know, back in my rave days, man, I could spot my friends all the way across the floor just by how they were moving. Do you know what I mean? In the same way that, like, I could recognize someone's voice on the phone. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could say, oh, that's Andrew. That's, you know. And anytime you give your authenticity a chance to express itself, um, it can really speak to you you know and you can really find that that counsel that you're really seeking is just in the quiet and in the listening to who you are in this moment in this moment you know I I did a podcast about it but I'm just ready you know I have a new spirituality it's called screw consistency (laughs) and Gandhi was actually the same way not that I'm Gandhi-like, but he's a hero. Just be who you are, and change as you change, and grow as you grow, and develop as you develop, and be consistent to that, your heart, and where you are in this moment. And then when you start to see that there are certain things that remain consistent to you all the way through, then those become your capital T truth. There's lowercase truth which is like it's slightly chilly in here to me. And then there's capital T truth that I think love wins. And it's a belief that I have, you know, beliefs are obviously not facts. I'm so sick of this science versus spirituality debate, I love them both. I wouldn't need to believe that the floor is here, I'm sitting on it, and not falling through. But there are some things that I believe in that I haven't seen before, like gender equality. I haven't seen it yet. I believe in state-sponsored peace. But I haven't seen that yet. But I believe in it. And that belief is an expression of my capital T truth. I believe that I'm supposed to love everybody that I meet. I haven't seen that yet, but I believe it. I also believe that you have a very valuable worth to this world and that, uh, as weird as it might sound and not to lay a guilt trip on you, but by denying your voice, you're denying us. I don't want to guilt people that are prone to being feeling guilty like I am, but your voice is part of this chorus and sometimes it happens in hooping, like where we all want to hoop like the ra- latest rage or something, you know? but that kind of dumbs down everything, it turns us into a scanner. Big breath in. And expression and creativity all fuel, everything. And so like feeling creative in your hoop means is opening up the same creativity that's going to help you figure out how to make $500 last for three and a half more weeks. You know? That you're not going to run out of creativity. In fact, the more you exercise it, the more you have of it. How you gonna bring the love back into this relationship? We don't think about creativity in that, but that's what we need sometimes. You know. Big breath in. So today, uh, in circle, um, you know, the vibe that I'm putting out, that I'm trying to. Oh my God, you're awesome. See. For all of you that don't believe in prayer. (laughs) I uh, want you to know, though, that today's not religious. You know, like, it's not any dogma. And I know a lot of people, like, even hoopers, used to use the word spirituality, and they kind of... And then I kind of close up, like, please don't say something weird. <laughs> One time I sat down in circle, and I was just effing with everybody, and I sat down in circle, and I was like, let us pray.
1: <laughs>
0: and everybody just went like... <laughs> and I just want you to know that your belief system or non-belief system, however wacky it is, is totally welcome in my heart. Because... I'm not fascinated by the belief system that you have. I'm fascinated by where it points you. I'm not caught up in the hand that points. I'm caught up in where it's pointing to. And honestly, we're in a place right now where... (laughs) I don't think that's church. Kind of. Big breath in. It's, I don't wanna startle you, but it's just you here. That's how you came in and that's how you're gonna go out. It's just you. And you weren't uh, born to be anybody's partner. You were born an individual. And even if they're a soulmate of yours, you're still the keeper of yours. And it's good to know that and to nurture that and to not lose sight of that. Big breath in. And so because it's just you, everything that you bring into your life, more or less, you can, the better, the more you can choose, the better. There's some things in our life we can't choose, but the ones that we can, the better. And that's how we get our power back. I have zero financial power. I'm in the lower income bracket. So that's not power for me. So the only way I can find my power is in the choices that I make and the people that I choose. And it's cheesy as hell. But I tell my girlfriend all the time, you know, like, I choose you. If you love your partner, if you're in a relationship, I mean, they'll look at you weird, but just look them in the eyes and just say, you know, baby, I choose you. Like, in spite of all this crap that we're dealing with right now, I still choose you. Because you can help me get somewhere that I can't get by myself. That's why we're together. That's what marriage used to be, whether it was between anybody, whatever the genders are. It used to be like this commitment that the two of us are going to create a bond that elevates both of us not a bond that holds one of us back. If you could get further without them, what are you waiting on? The job you have? If you can choose it or choose your happiness in it? My friend was a bartender. She hated it, but she had two kids. They're both in college. So she chose that misery because she chooses to love her children. Does that make sense? Because sometimes people will be like, well, it's, I hate my job, Baxter. Is it inauthentic for me to stay there? And I'm like, well, is there an authentic reason that you have that job? Like loving your family. Big breath in. This is just before I ask for feedback, or not feedback for input from yesterday, um, what I'd like to do is uh, take a moment to just sit with you guys in silence. And uh, this can be tough for people, especially if you drink too much coffee. <laughs> but I need you to like place yourself into kind of a fidgetless position right now, and a place where you can uh, kind of create silence and it's okay if you have to cough or something but once you close your eyes audible breath in audible breath in Audible breath in. Audible breath in. dad used to never turn the radio on in the car. Me and my two other siblings, so it would be three, sometime, well after he got remarried, four in the car, no radio, you know, <laughs> all of us <was> going crazy. <coughs> and he would just be like, i just like to hear the sound of the engine,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drive me batshit. <laughs> now I'm 42, I never turn the radio on. <laughs> Cause I need it, you know, you know, like I love music and i my lot, my house always is filled with it, but every now and then I need silence to, I need to just hear, you know, would anyone like to share how they're feeling or how yesterday or the previous two days has been or yeah. No okay for them nah, I'm really glad you shared that. Um, Yeah. It's, um, Sure. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, Brandon, um, you know, more eloquently than I am basically just said that, um, he, he grew up with kind of, um, some like enforced gender identity about how a man can move his body and what what activities are masculine and whatever and uh, in yesterday's sway he kind of let go of that more or less Um, and um, you know sometimes I wish I had more dudes in my class because uh, I think there's a lot of us that feel that way that we're like tired I don't need to protect my masculinity it's who this body is and it's stupid you know, and it's like after fifteen years, I'm just kind of tired. I mean, it's awesome that I become the poster boy for every straight guy, so they can learn you know you say, girls send me you know their, my video to their boyfriend and say, like you this is he <laughs> like this is how you could hoop, so you guys do do it. he's badass and... but I wish we just didn't have to do that, and there's this weird thing, and maybe it's similar to the South, but there's this protection of masculinity to the point that, you know, we can't even sit in stools beside each other at a bar. You know, let alone tell a man you love him. You know what I mean? All that stuff's considered, like, whatever. And I'm sick of it. You know, I'm, I'm sick of it. I think that, like women should be able to work on cars, and men should this, you know, that's like, do you ever like, are you guys like me sometimes? Do you ever like look around and just like see that it's 2016 and some of the shit that we're still dealing with? And you're like, what the hell? You know? This wonderful little angel (laughs) that I met on a walk at Burning Man started sharing with me her conception of the universe. And she was darling. She was like, it's like there's these, she was like, it's like there's this spinning. Uh, she was like, do you know what those things are that make the rain? Like when you turn it over and it's raining? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> do you know, y'all know what I'm talking about? Like to shh. She goes, so it's like it's moving like this constantly. And we have souls in our soul. Some of us, our soul is falling back through time. We're coming from the future here. <laughs> and some of us are coming, we're old souls and we're coming from the past. And so for some of us, like we wanna, we wanna say, yes, this is great, but we figured this out a long time ago and you should listen to us. And then the new people are like, come on, come on, we gotta get going. She was like, I think you're a future soul. (laughs) She's like, I think that's why you're so frustrated with everything that's going on. What's that? that. That's why I love belief systems. Because I don't have to agree with it. In our country, there's a very contentious election going on right now. (laughs) And whenever that happens, people start expressing their opinions. And then I don't know if it happens in Canada, I doubt it does. But people start putting out these posts like, if you're voting for Trump, you might as well unfriend me right now. And maybe you've written one of those. (laughs) I wrote one time, uh, I said something like that once, not about politics, but about gay marriage. But that's what the Ku Klux Klan is. That's what Nazi skinheads are, okay? They're people that all believe in the same thing. You know what I mean? And so they're all there to self-warp each other. You know what I mean? I don't agree with any of his policies, but when he tells, when Donald Trump speaks, I realize how decent I am. (laughs) That I had no idea that I was that decent. (laughs) I thought that was just base. (laughs) So like when somebody's talking to you and they're like telling you why they don't believe in something that you believe in, you can, instead of like becoming offended, you can be like, this person is helping me find myself right now. Does that make sense? Do you know how, like, in the movies when there's an invisible person, they throw, like, a bucket of paint on the invisible person or flour or something to give it form? Do you know what I'm talking about? That's what Donald Trump's speeches are for me. He throws a paint onto my essence for a second, and this invisible, formless thing, suddenly I sort of see it for a second. Does that make sense? So I can read other people's hate speech and not want them to shut up, although I can turn my ear away from it because it's not damaging me. If anything, it's helping me find who I am. Does that make sense? So when you see other hoopers doing things and it seems to be the rage, but you're not in it, that's okay. That's helping you find what you are in. Does that make sense? Implicit and explicit understanding, right? Okay. Would anyone like to uh, share uh, anything else or how you're feeling? I'm not gonna talk that long between every share, I promise. Anyone? I'm feeling emotional. Emotional? Yeah. Anybody else feeling that? Yeah.
1: Yeah? Yesterday was so full of frustration for me and it,
0: just, it was. I wanted to go home and burn a hoop. Oh, no. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> <was laughs> so stay, 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 don't leave. God. I wouldn't sleep well tonight if I knew I caused a hoop death. <laughs> Damn it. Speaking of being emotional, that has a lot to do with just being raw right now. And like for those of you that are joining us, these, these, everybody else has been going off for the last two days. Um, and so you're out of a lot of energy. And this is what it's like to be raw. The raw feed of you and it's powerful and it's funny like when you're in your rawness like you'll cry at a song on the radio you'll laugh till you cry it's raw it's hard to walk around the world that way but it's good to be in touch with it right i love raw emotions they're so powerful you know that's another way to sort of feel your essence how moved am i by this Anyone else like to share, say anything, yeah? Um, on Friday, I was feeling pretty disconnected from the crowd, but by today, I'm feeling like a lot of love for every single one of you, and <laughs> myself. Anybody else feeling that love? These are, <laughs> this is, this is deaf applause. This is like, we resonate with what you're saying. It's also jazz hands, <laughs> Sparkle! <laughs> Anyone else like to share? Yeah. Um, I was also pretty frustrated yesterday and it was
1: interesting for me to hoop through it and then reflect on it in, in the evening and I really recognized how I was maybe forcing my body to move through like my mind rather than just allowing movement to come
0: from my body. So, mm. And that was really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That improvisational flow is the gold for hoop for me, for me personally. I'm not into choreography just because I love the improv so much. But not that there's, there's anything any. wrong with choreography, we're all attracted to our own things. Yeah? So yesterday wasn't exactly
1: frustrating for which was sort of a surprise. Sweet.
0: Yay! going off without your hoop. Uh,
1: so I had an awesome
0: hoop. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah? So about a year ago now, I guess,
1: uh, I was a pretty big dog person. And someone had sent me a thing on Instagram talking about this Chinese festival where they saw a bunch of dogs happening. And I know it sounds kind of sad, but I was putting some thought into it. I did some research on it, and I figured out that that meant far more from Chinese people than
0: So John is here.
1: <laughs>
0: um, actually, you, you're, what you're talking about, man, um, is, is so insightful, my friend, because um, I, I kind of redefine spirituality um, as context, that your spirituality is sort of the context of your life, and that's what it is. It's like how you see the world, it's, your spirit, it's the context. And where we get in trouble sometimes is when we're outside of a context, and we're trying to remain in our context and judge the context of another group. Does that make sense? I don't want to defend dog slaughter, okay? No emails. You don't need to write me. (laughs) Baxter, I loved it until Sunday. I love my dog. Screw you. But it's like... um, if this, you can study religion all you want, but you're not going to know it like the practitioner, unless you are a practitioner. You know, the spirit of some. Woo, that would have been really bad. <laughs> the spirit of something. You know, you know, my dad used to, my dad's a Methodist, a Christian minister. And, you know, he used to say, without the spirit of the Lord in your heart, the Bible's just a book. And I was always like, yeah, I (laughs) know. But when you can, even for a moment, like we were talking about yesterday, pretending that you're not nervous, if you can pretend for a second that you're from this place and see the world, try to see it from their context, chances are compassion will show up. The one thing that every human being has in common, no matter wealth or whatever, is the struggle it's the struggle man it's funny to me man I know some really beautiful people gorgeous and their bodies look like they were like chiseled and they freak out about them all the time it's like you think like especially like if you're trying to lose weight or something you think you're going to get to this place where like all of a sudden you get keys to all the clubs and get invites and everything, because I got, finally got the body that I want, right? But a lot of times, you get into scarcity, and you start thinking, well, what if I lost it? Rich people freak out more about money than poor people do. Poor people are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so what? <laughs> 20, 20 bucks up, 20 bucks down. <laughs> Rich people are like, holy shit. My whole world is this. Big breath in. Um, Anyone else like to share? We have time, yeah. Thanks for the uh, container, guys. It, it, you, you know, if you're having self worth issues right now, currently, if you are, hopefully you're not. You you changed this weekend by being here. You did. It would be less amazing if you hadn't come. You are valuable. breathe it in Anyone else? Yeah. Um I
1: just I can't like yesterday was frustrating for me and it's, Oh my gosh. Like, no, no, not because of you, not because of you. Oh, okay. My own stuff. Okay. But I just wanted to speak to that because um I feel like it was kind of I was having these kind of conflicts of identity where like cuz whoping was like a really 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 big part of my life and then in the past probably like six months or so I've been shifting to like towards music and so yesterday I was feeling frustrated because I was like I should be at this level this is where I should be and I'm not there and it's like I was getting really frustrated with that and then just kind of realized it was like I was having this kind of clash of identity where I'm like okay well it's because I you know I'm, and I felt like he was kind of like at war with each other mm-hmm. and then so I I spent some time like reflecting on that, and just was thinking about ways that I can kind of merge these identities together, and that they're not really a separate thing. That that whatever I'm doing is always serving me in some way, and as long as I'm doing that, that um, that you know, as you as you make these realizations, you can move certain things out, and then um, bring whatever it is that you you're needing in that moment, and then um, so now I'm just in this space of really like gratitude for that realization and thinking about how I can embody um, like it's kind of what you're talking about the different architects and the hero that we can bring into our lives and just how I can embody that in my hoop and then as well out in the world so just really grateful for, um, for that realization and just being here and that's yeah it that was the biggest thing that came to me for me. So. I
0: don't have anything to add that was beautiful. Anyone else like to share while we're here? Yeah. <laughs> well I don't know how, but then I'm like, you know, you're fully there, you're playing from the inside, you're receptive to the outside, you're like fully engaged, and I think that's a change. Great share. okay everybody gets it but maybe me but you're emotional like you're feeling a release of them like because everybody resonated with what's she feeling What what are we talking about like the release of emotions and just like the everything yeah Yeah, yeah, no, you're not radiating sadness right now. It's because to just let go, you know, to just allow, you know, and like let go of everything, like even happiness just so that, like, it'll just last as long as it needs to and maybe it'll be replaced by unexpected sadness for a minute. And that'll help you know the difference between sad waters and happy waters. Too many people will beat themselves up because they're not always happy. It's the nature of emotions. No emotion lasts long. You know? There's some processes that last long, like grief. And boy, that's got some emotion there. I mean, we all have our own way of like seeing the world, but when I feel grief, like when I feel grief for someone that's passed, uh, like and it comes up out of nowhere. I kind of think of it like them knocking on the glass between us. That like the grief I'm feeling is them calling to me. And whatever, it brings that person like right back into my heart. And so I like miss that I won't be able to touch them again, but I'm in touch with them breath in Would anyone else like to uh, share? Yeah. Okay, so sorry if I'm throwing off way uh way off topic. But yesterday you were um talking about media development and I feel like you didn't finish the story. Oh really? Okay, y'all really want to hear what happened? There's not like a short like you know come around love and stuff, too. Like there is in life and that's for life like love is such a fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. No. No, it's 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 PG. So last year, all the incarnations of me were devoutly single, and, uh, and it was because I had an art baby called the Hoop Path. And the problem is, is that uh, I had just been chased by loneliness for so long. Loneliness was chasing me, so I, I'd make sure that I was never alone, I was touring constantly, always out, always with people. Because I just, it wasn't like I was ever lonely because it was, I was running the fuck away from it. And then as some of you know, they're like my personal friends. The hoop path was soaring, but like I was starting to kind of decline because all these people, I'm trying to help them out with their lives and talk about real issues. And then I got this like secret of like, God, I'm lonely as shit. And it's tough to go, this is a love container, right? And it's tough y'all to go from this to sitting in a Chili's y'all have chilies up here? (laughs) (laughs) To go from this to sitting in the chilies, waiting to catch another flight to another place, and then you build another love container, and then you go home, nobody gives a shit, nobody even knows where you are. My dad would call me and be like, well, where are you anyway? And I'm like, when I get home, nobody is going to give an F. And so I had this, like, loneliness, and then I, you know, tried to date unsuccessfully and all that kind of thing, and... Then I went to Burning Man, and like most people, I decided I was going to commit to being single. (laughs) 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 Then Eartha happened. No, but uh, I came back from Burning Man, actually, and I felt like um, that I could be single, that I didn't need to, like, I didn't want to go out and fill a hole, if you know what I mean. Like, I didn't want to, like, you know, like, this wasn't, like, something that was missing. Like, I need to shop for a girlfriend. But I did, I can say this. No, it's very new agey, but I opened myself to the possibility of Eartha coming in. I did not manifest Eartha, but I manifested a new perspective, a new way of seeing that allowed for someone like Eartha to come into my view. And I, she first came into my view, she led a meditation, and I was totally moved by it. You know, it sounds so perfect, too. <laughs> She's like a like, spirit dude, and I'm sitting here listening to a meditation from a beautiful woman. I was like, But oh. <laughs> well, she, she was in a relationship, and um, I was like, uh, okay, well, you know, that's kind of cool. Because now that I, like, disengage that game, and now I'll just be, like, on the on the friendship tip. And then she came up to me, as I said yesterday, and told me that she was going to, be playing the show and the pecs, and I, I hooped my ass off, y'all. I went the hell off. You'd have been so proud of me. <laughs> you really went. I was, like, insane. And people were coming up to me like, you're the best hooper I've ever seen. How long have you been hooping? And you're, it's good to see a dude hooping. And I was like, that again, you know what I mean? Going off. The story's really long. If you come for beers later, I'll give you the full three-day version of it. <laughs> so, oh man, we're running out of time, okay, so let me get to the point, so, um, yeah, so anyway, she she finishes her set, I'm going off, and uh, she goes, and she sits on those stands that I was talking about, and I move over and start hooping right in front of her, (laughs) and then just to make sure, I was just like, blindfolded, (laughs) Open my blindfold back up. She was gone. <laughs> I was like, "Did you not read the script? Did you not read the script?" <laughs> and I look over. And I'll give you the super short version. I look over, and she's in another part. I said it was like in this pool area, and she was actually in the pool side of things, in like a. It's like, you know how those scenes like where the hotel pool has like a hundred chairs laid out? She was in one of those hundred chairs. There's nobody else over there and I am totally chicken shit. So I was like, "Uh, she's there by herself, and I'm like, you know, me and my hoop, and like, um. (laughs) And so I did the most wimpy thing, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go into the pool, but I'm not gonna sit beside her. (laughs) So that won't look weird, right? (laughs) I'll just sit like six chairs over. So I get in the chair. I had just hooped my ass off to her set and then on but we're going to listen to him today. Uh, and I, was, I got in the chair, and I was like, wow, she's kind of onto something. This really feels good. And I passed out for a second. While I was passing out with my mirror sunglasses on, styly, she walked by me, and she went, and I didn't react. So she was kind of like. And so she walked away. And then I woke up. I look over, she's not there. And I look over, and she's walking away. Now, there's a little bit of prehistory here. I had run into her three times at Burning Man. Three times, we weren't camped together. I ran into her three times at Burning Man. I chickened out all three times. So what was happening here was this was like the fourth chickening. (laughs) Do you see that? And so I was like... Oh, Baxter, you're such a wimp. <laughs> so I start walking back to my tent, and I'm like, I'm going to change. I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to get drunk, whatever. And, and then I'm starting to change in, you know, from all my sweaty stuff, and then I'm like, screw this. I'm going to go make the number five time happen. I'm sick of this chickening. And y'all, it's like, just like a movie, like, you know, timpani roll, and like, all this, like, you know, Baxter's doing it. And so I get ready, I come out of my tent, and I start walking back towards the pool. And I'm like, I'm going to see her, and she walks right up to me. She was like, I'm looking for you. And I was like, what? She was like, I think you just did that thing where you chickened out and didn't talk to me. (laughs) Because I had told her. I had told her about this. Yeah. So I can't say some act of bravery or something. She called me out on it. And then that night, being in the space of not gaming her, I I was outside the game. And so I could see her. And it was like, it was just like one of those feelings. I was just like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person, either as her friend you know, or as her ex-husband, or <laughs> <just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> baby daddy. No, I'm just joking. But I, I like me, you, you know. Your partner should be like your loudspeaker. They should help amplify your essence, not diminish it, you know. They should help you be in your essence and love that about you and all the quirks that it comes with. I'll give you the full version some other time. (laughs) All right. right. Believe in love, my friends. All right. Okay, so we went way over. So uh, let's take two minutes, come back, and uh, get started with this. Thank you very much. We have a few extra blindfolds up on stage if you need one. Um, We're going to use it for the first part of class.